0: you for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast with your host Corey Dion Lewis, primary care health coach and health education specialist. You will learn from health professionals from all over the world on how to plan and take action to improve your health and live with purpose on purpose. Like to work one-on-one with Corey to achieve your goals? Go to healthcoachlou.com or email Corey at Corey at HealthCoachLou.com.
1: Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. I am your host Corey Dion Lewis, and I have a great guest in the building today: um, CEO and founder of Tonic Vibes, Brittany Carbone. Brittany, thank you for being on today. I really appreciate it.
2: Thank you, Corey. Very uh, happy to be here. Excited to talk some CBD with you.
1: Yeah. So you know, be- before we get into everything CBD, uh, I really, I really enjoy your your the story of how you you started your family business because this is a family business, correct? Yep. So, um, you know, kind of, you know, tell us, you know, how everything started, uh, where you started from and, and how you got to the point where you're at today.
2: Sure. Uh, Yeah. So I was actually working as a personal trainer um, and nutrition coach Um, and I was suffering from anxiety and depression. Um, Depression was something that I suffered from most of most of my life and uh, anxiety kind of came on a little bit later in life. And I was always looking for like natural ways to manage it. And cannabis was always something that helped me but it just wasn't really workday friendly, right? You know, you take a few too many hits of that joint and all of a sudden get really bad at counting reps. So, you know, it's, um, I was always looking for something that could help me like cannabis would, but without like the psychoactive effects, right? And um, one thing that really became like a staple in my routine was ashwagandha. And, you know, using like adaptogens like that definitely helped me kind of get a little bit closer to where I wanted to be, but I still wasn't there. And that's when a friend had told me about CBD. And at this time, it wasn't like how it is now where CBD is everywhere you look. This was like, you know, mid 2016. um, So it was really kind of just up and coming. And he was actually out in California working in the cannabis industry. And that's how he was kind of a little bit more privy to it. And um, when he was telling me about it, honestly, I was, I was kind of skeptical. I was like, I'm already smoking weed every single day. Like, why would I just need a different kind of weed? That's like fake weed to, you know, know, like, why is that going to help? You know? And it's funny because even though I was, doing what I was doing as a personal trainer and very, very much, you know, involved in continuing uh, to educate myself and to, you know, know all I could about the body and, you know, how to help my clients and myself. And, um, but the endocannabinoid system was never something that I really thought of. And I think it's just because, you know, cannabis was something that always just clicked for me. You know, the first time I tried it, it just, I loved the way that it made me feel, you know, and it was always, um, as much as it was recreational as well, it was always medicinal for me. And the fact that it worked was enough. Like I didn't really just even care to look into how it was working. Right. Um, but, um, it was really like this presentation of CBD that was like, well, I'm already smoking weed every day. And that's when I was realizing that the, um, you know, the cannabis that you get, like, especially I'm in a state, I'm in New York. So a state that, you know, you can't walk into a dispensary and, and you know, say exactly what you want. You get what your dealer deals you. Right. And those um, are realizing really that that kind of flower, that kind of cannabis is very high THC. And when that when you hit very high THC you're inevitably going to have very C, uh, very low CBD levels because they're um, antagonists. They'll cancel each other out, right? So then I was like, okay, I understand. Now, now that I'm getting like that, I'm not getting this compound that's in cannabis and what I'm usually consuming. I'll try out, you know, trying to consume this other compound, CBD. And, you know, I had to go into a shady head shop, pay like 90 bucks for like a 300 milligram, like little glycerin tincture, like, you know, and it was just not like a, I didn't feel like I was buying a wellness product. You know what I mean? I felt like I was right. a head shop. You know, buying like just buying something you would buy in a head shop. And uh, but I started to take it. I was like, you know, I'll try it out. And it really wasn't until um, a few days later, one of my clients who you know I was pretty close with, she says to me, she was like, "What's wrong with you? Why are you in such a good mood today?" And I was like, "Yeah, I was like, I am in a good mood today. Like, what is wrong? <laughs> like, you know, what I mean? like, feel really good. Just like I've had like energy. Like, and uh, realized the only thing that was different was that." I was taking that CBD. So then that's, I really started to pay attention from there. And like, the more I paid attention to it, the more I was like, it's like, oh shit, like I'm recovering faster from my workouts. Like my, my sleep is a little bit more stable, you know, but most of all, like I am, I'm feeling good. Like, and like, you know, it's that, that subtle kind of just, you don't even think about it. You just get up in the morning and all of a sudden, like, you're not like dreading going to work. You're not like just filled with anxiety and like, you know what I mean? And it's that for me was huge. So Then I needed to know how I was doing this because now we're at the point that I'm just like, damn, like I thought I knew what I knew about cannabis. Like I knew nothing. You know what I mean. Like (laughs) I need to know what's going on here. And that's like what I started to do the deep dive into the endocannabinoid system and how it really works and how CBD, um, interacts with your body. And first of all, I was blown away that I've, this wasn't like a, a core part of like, you know, the education that I was a part of to, to become a trainer, you know what I mean? Like, you know, or, mm-hmm. a, not something that doctors talk about. And it's, you know, such an important regulatory system within us. And what CBD does is not only interacts like indirectly with our endocannabinoid system, but it uh, interacts with like over Uh, I think over 65 molecular targets that are outside of the endocannabinoid system, including like serotonin receptors. So that's like, you know, that feel good molecule that's so important for uh, so many physiological uh, functions. That's when like the light bulb moment happened for me. And that's uh, when I realized that CBD was very similar to these more traditional adaptogens like ashwagandha that I've been taking and seeing really great results with. And, you know, they're both. you know, it can be argued that CBD is an adaptogen itself, because basically it's its primary goal, the endocannabinoid system's primary goal is uh, to create a sta- state of equilibrium, to create homeostasis, right? To keep you in that Goldilocks zone where everything is just right. And it's like, you can think of it as the uh, conductor that's, yeah, you know, kind of uh, conducting the orchestra to make like right. a harmony throughout all of your bodily systems, right? So that's uh, like realizing that I'm also the type of person with like, if some is good, more is better kind of mentality. You know what I mean? So yeah, <laughs> right. this time it actually worked out in my favor. Sometimes it does not. A lot of the time, actually, it does not. But this time <laughs> it, it worked in my favor. I was basically, the idea was, well, like CBD work, works really well. Ashwagandha works really well. Like if I put them together, basically because of the fact that they're working towards the same goal, but they're kind of doing it in a little different way. They both, uh, they each take their own little spin on it and how they get that job done. So the idea being that they could uh, take different pathways towards that same goal, cover more ground and create, you know, kind of, you know, double down on those super balancing, restorative, uh, anxiety relieving, uh, you know, stress relieving, mood boosting, energy balancing kind of effects. And that's, that's really what happened. You know, long story short, it was really um, life changing results for me. And that's when I started to share it with my clients and really try to like, you know, um see if i could replicate it with my clients and that's really kind of where i saw this stopping the like right where i saw you know as i was creating these blends i'm like this could be a great side hustle i could sell it to my clients like i have a built-in clientele and you know kind of help them reaching their goals and you know kind of do this little thing Absolutely. on the side and uh but it was really kind of just also right place right time you know like i said this was like when the the cbd industry was kind of just getting started so um seeing the results though um you know, that my clients were having with it, seeing that it wasn't just me, that it wasn't just like an isolated incident of, you know, of this working so well. I was like seeing, uh, you know, seeing the same kind of results on other people. It was really um, just so inspiring to me that I felt like I needed to share it with the world. I needed to go wide with this, you know what I mean? And that was right. really- I was really like, you know, from at the root of everything um, that I've ever wanted to do, you know, all of the jobs that you you know, want to do as a kid and everything that the common thread has always been, I want to help people. Um, you know, that's really like the beginning and end of it. I love helping people and just, you know, helping other people feel good. And, uh, you know, that's really how I saw, you know, why I fell in love with personal training. And it's kind of just how I saw, um, you know, being able to expand that sphere of influence, right? Like there's only so many people you can train, like, you know, maybe you become a fitness influencer and you can, you know, kind of influence right. other people, but like, you know, there's only so much impact you can have when it's just like, but you know, putting these products out into the world, like I could really make a big impact. And, um, yeah, that's really how tonic got started. I've started to build a business as I was still, um, working as a trainer and, you know, I was making these formulas in my kitchen and, you know, shipping out all the orders for my den and just, you know, really kind of slowly but surely building up after about, uh, a few months, maybe like about six months of doing that. It was when, um, I just kind of got really fed up with the, um, inability or like the difficulty to source reliable and high quality product. And that, because that's something that I like always knew, like from the beginning, like these ingredients need to be high quality. Everything needs to be high quality. Um, you know, this is a wellness product and, you know, it's really hard to find high quality material. And that's kind of what inspired, uh, us to start our own hemp farm. So if we couldn't get it somewhere else, you know, if you want something done right. right. To it so, Absolutely. so yeah, after, um, you know, just about a, a year after I created the products, we, uh, moved from Long Island where, you know, I was born and raised where my husband, uh, was born and raised as well. And, you know, he was working down there and we moved about four hours upstate to, um, to our farm. Yeah. You know, my family's had this property for a while. My husband and I actually got married on the farm, um, back in 2015. And, yeah, in uh, spring of 2018, we moved up here full time to um, to start the farm, and then uh, a couple of years after that, um, we are where I'm sitting right now is our new uh facilities. To be became you know fully vertically integrated, opened up our own extraction facility, and now we you know do every step of the process from from the farm to the bottle. Uh, you know, we're controlling that quality and making sure that it is up to our standards at every step of the way.
1: What as a consumer. Uh, of, of a product, what should they, what should someone be looking for in a, a quality CBD product?
2: Well, you should always be able to find lab reports on the company's website. Like, so if you, if you're on the website, like about to make a purchase, like try to see if you can navigate around a little bit on that site and find it's either called um, like lab reports or certificates of analysis. Basically what that is, is uh, proof that the product that you're about to get has been tested by a third party lab to verify that the uh, potency is accurate because that's been like a, a big thing, like especially, you know, at like at the peak of like CBD insanity, it's like where it was just like everywhere. Yeah, There were so many stories that, about people like, you know, pulling bottles off the shelf and getting it tested and there's actually like no CBD in there, right? And people are paying like 80 bucks for a bottle of coconut oil. It's just like really um, like a shame and really, um you know, not good for the industry as a whole when, like the the bad actors like that, there was a lot of a lot of companies that came in thinking like I'm going to get in, get out, bank in on the hype, and nope. um, unfortunately that put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth when it came to um, to CBD and its actually actual effectiveness and if if it's snake oil, if it really works, and misinformation about it. So that first things first, start with the lab reports, make sure that you can actually like validate that this has uh, a tested product, um, not only for potency but also um, for any kind of contaminants like you know pesticides, heavy metals, residual solvents. And that's why it's also important to see if you can um, see where the company sources from. You know, that should be, you know, companies that are proud about where they source from, they usually put it on their site and everything like that. And you know, it's definitely that's such a huge thing because hemp, it's such an amazing plant. And it's one of the amazing things that it can do is actually clean the soil that it's planted in. It's um you know it really pulls a lot out of the soil. They planted at like you know nuclear fallout sites and things like that to clean up the soil that gets you know contaminated and everything like that. But you know when it's pulling up uh, you know heavy metals that might be in the ground and things like that, that's going to get passed on into your oil if you know it's not uh, if it's not caught or if it's not taken care of, mm-hmm. it's not remediated. and that can be really dangerous. Pesticides the same thing. You could have like you know you could be sourcing from a pesticide free farm. Um, but if the neighboring farm is spraying pesticides or like, you know, the wind can take that, or even just like rain, like water runoff, it can seep into the ground, you know, and that can get taken up by the plants as well. And so there's a lot of, uh, you need to always validate, always get, you know, tested. Like I said, we, we don't lose sight of our product from beginning to end. We planted ourselves, you know, we grow it ourselves. We harvested ourselves, extracted ourselves, bottled it ourselves, distributed ourselves. And we still have about. At least four rounds of testing on every product you know what i mean like that's right. like you know from we get our soil tested in the beginning of the year we get our uh crop tested when it's harvested we uh test the initial extract to make sure because even if it's you know um the flower report like lab reports are clean everything gets concentrated when it's extracted right so what might not be detectable in the actual biomass or flower can be concentrated enough to be then detectable in that extract. So we get that tested again, run it through the gamut. And then once we uh, make our big batch of of whatever tonic blend we're making, we get that tested for potency. And then we get uh, the batch by batch when we, as we fill from that lot, we'll get each batch tested to ensure uh, an absence of any kind of microbial contaminants, as well as accurate potency. And, you know, that's, the kind of standard that brands need to hold themselves to because of the lack of top-down regulation, because the FDA keeps dragging their feet when it comes to what do we do about CBD? Mm. There is no top-down regulation necessarily. So um, for the consumer, it puts a lot of um, responsibility on your shoulders, but it's, you know, let's be honest with ourselves. We all have a supercomputer in our hands at all times. We always have phones on on us, you know what I mean? Like a quick Google search, a quick, you know, kind of, just look on your phone could, you know, save you a lot of trouble in the end. So um, it's really you know worth it if you are taking this as a wellness product, you know, and you're doing it to take care of your, whether it's your mental health, your physical health, whatever it is, you want to make sure that you're putting high quality ingredients and a high quality product in your body. And you're not, um, you know, worst case scenario, there's actual contaminants in it, like, you know, maybe you know, a little bit, Less severe than that, like there's just not as much CBD as you think you're paying for, you know. what I mean, like, it's, so right. it's definitely you owe it owe it to yourself to just kind of do that that quick uh, search through their website, you know, look it up, and just make sure that they are being transparent in their processes, that they're not making crazy claims like this is going to cure cancer or you know do all all this and all that. That they're being responsible with how they're educating. Those are really like the the things that um, separate those kind of snake oil salesmen from People who are legitimately, you know, trying to, to put out a good product that that's gonna actually help people.
1: If it sounds like it's quite the investment to prove that your your quality with all the testing that you're doing, just before you even feel comfortable selling it to somebody, it sounds like there's there's a lot, there's a lot that goes on there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Absolutely. And that's it definitely like why. You know, some companies might not choose to to do that, or you know what I mean. And it might not be. Um, it's kind of just like, well, this is going to cost way too much money, and you might cut corners there. But you know, right? Uh, we joke all the time that we're like, we're like, we care too much. You know what I mean? Like sometimes we just like, Absolutely. <laughs> we're just what the hell are we doing? Like this is just. Uh, <laughs> but at the end of the day, like I know why I'm doing it. And you know know why we do it because it's you know not only am I doing this to help people heal? And I you know, owe it to the people that are purchasing tonic and, and rely on it. But it's also, I look at it at, in the big picture as it's our responsibility, the people who are in this industry now um, set the kind of build the foundation for what it's going to be like, right? We have this very unique opportunity in the cannabis industry to actually kind of build something from scratch. And it could turn out like every other industry and just be Uh, you know, kind of conglomerate and consolidated and corrupt and, you know, just run by old white guys like everything else is. Or we can actually do something now that, you know, set like kind of just set the tone for the way that this industry is going to be built. And that is, you know, with equity, inclusion and diversity. It's with um, a lot of opportunity. It's with putting people first. It's putting people before profits and, you know, uh, really respecting the plant and what it stands for. um, And you know, cannabis is all about not only our connection to the earth, but our connection to each other. You know, we all have endocannabinoid systems, every single mammal, we all have endocannabinoid systems. That's why you can give your CBD to your dog and and they'll still, they'll enjoy right. the cannabis just like you can, you know, and it's, um, it's all about harmony. It's, and it's about uh, healing. And that's really, I think what the tenets like of any, uh, you know, cannabis business and, you know, cannabis industry should really be focused around. And, you know, I think that, people who actually love the plant and people who are in this industry because they love it and because they care about it, like we're all on the same page about that. You know what I mean? It's like the Wall Street guys who think that this is going to be, you know, a nice like quick buck for them that you have to watch out for because those are the people that are going to cut the corners to make that extra dollar. You know what I mean? And that's really what we need to guard against. Like it's definitely like a all ships rise, rise with the tide kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the more that we can just you know, the the good, the good guys kind of give them the shine and really like spotlight the people who are doing right in the industry and, you know, put like uh, support them as much as we can uh, as consumers, as fellow business owners. That's really kind of how the entire industry becomes legitimized to how the uh, consumers have more trust in the products that they're buying and how, you know, this, you know, the stigma around cannabis can continue to um, fall as it has been over the past few years for sure.
1: Yeah, and, and that and that was my next question, Brittany. Was you know, for THC and, and CBD are are so connected in people's minds, it's almost like if you say CBD to some people, it's like, oh, you're just getting high. Like it's for some reason, even now, is and we had this conversation when we spoke before. Mm-hmm. Like, there's that for some reason, people still kind of feel that way about CBD, even though they are you know, there's when you take it, it's not like you're not you're not getting high, <laughs> you know. You know what I mean? Like, how do you explain this to somebody could possibly benefit from CBD, mm-hmm. uh, but in their mind they they see it as like a negative or or as as a as a drug as like an illegal drug? How do you yeah. how do you do that?
2: It's definitely something like, I would say more, more so in like the beginning of starting the business, um, when CBD was still very new, I got it all the time, all the time. People would be like, but am I going to get high? You know, that was like the first, I'm like, no. And like, it's not, it's not necessarily like a, a, a quick answer that, that I give them. I try to really actually get them to understand the endocannabinoid system. I kind of start there and like, just explain THC, binds to your receptors in your brain in this way, CBD will not fit into those receptors, right? Like it's like THC fits in like a lock and key. CBD is the wrong key. It won't fit in, right? So like try to start there and just kind of get them to understand that there is actual science behind like why right. you're not going to get by with it, right? Like I think that logic is always kind of like the best just like way to kind of sizzle out any kind of like, you know, undo, mm-hmm. undue fear and things like that. Just start with straight logic and then explaining to them, how it will make them like, you know, kind of just letting them know what to expect, like, and trying to give them a little anecdotal evidence, whatever it is. But I think getting down to like the science and, you know, it kind of intimidates some people, you know, some people are more receptive to it than others. Not going to lie. Some people start to see like their eyes glaze over after like mm. 10 seconds of me talking about <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Other people, like you can see, like, they're actually like, oh shit. Like, you know, I'm, I'm learning. Right. So like, and it's like starting to click. So, but I'll take the chance every time because I think that, you know, it's worth it to try to educate people around it. Um, because so many people don't know that they even have an endocannabinoid system, let alone that it could be the thing that is responsible for like this mysterious, like shittiness that you feel all the time. Right. Like myalgia, like a lot of immune disorders, migraines, like all these, like super hard to diagnose and super hard to treat with just traditional medicine kind of, kind of situations. Like it's, has been directly linked to an endocannabinoid deficiency, um, and that's oh my god! Like so many people are suffering from this all the time, and it's like there there could be an answer here. Like you know, when we're finally like getting to the point where it's like the research is coming out more, like the the money's going into the research more, and that's the reality of it being that universities, like you know, uh, any kind of research institutions, have not been able to research this plant because it has been a Schedule One narcotic, right? Up until very very recently hemp not even not even can like not even thc i'm talking about straight up hemp our first year growing in new york we had we were uh had to be kind of like licensed and bonded by the dea because we were in possession and growing a schedule one narcotic oh, like if you wow. say you came to my farm to visit like you could interact with the plants like you know hang out have a good time there but let's say you took a little bit you know snipped off a bud and took it with you. If you got caught with that off the premise of our farm, you could get arrested just like you had THC on you. So like, you know, that was the reality of it up until the 2018 farm bill was passed. That was like December, 2018 that passed. After that, then, you know, that's when, um, you could kind of go pedal to the metal as far as research goes. That's when it kind of those, the floodgates opened for, um, you know, research to be able to be done on this plant more and to understand it more. And, yeah, you know, the more that we understand it, it's just like the information just keeps coming. And it's, and it's just so amazing um, what the plant can do. So just like I love to at least get people's minds open to that, whether they're receptive to it in the moment or not. But right. another, uh, another good trick is topicals, trick them with topicals. So the ingesting something, it could always be a little bit scary for people at first. So what I would do when I was still um, training my clients on I wanted, you know, testing out these products at first uh, had like, you know, a few older clients that I knew were going to be a little bit weary to it. And like, oh, like this, I'm not smoking pot. Like, I don't want to get high, like whatever it is. You know, just right. like you were saying, like, you know, that's like the same kind of reaction. So yeah, you know, I'd be like stretching them at the end of the session or like, you know, warming up at the beginning of the session. Like, Hey, can I, uh, you mind if like I use some of this, um, this pain relief oil on you? It's like, well, plant-based natural, like, you know, it's to like rub it on that shoulder that's been bothering you and, and see how you feel. Yeah, no problem. Go ahead roll it on. And they'll be like, after like a minute, Oh my God, like, i like, I can move my shoulder more than I've been able to in months and years. And wow. like, yeah, it's like, like, I would just like watch their face every time. It's like, just look of pure shock. I like guess like my, my favorite thing, like to this day, I still like, still get a kick out of people using chronic for the first time. So, uh, like after that reaction, they'd be like, Oh my God, like, what is that? And I'd be like, cbd they're like what's that <laughs> cannabis and they're like oh what they're like well what are you gonna do you can't argue I and mean, then you just said you felt better and do you feel high right now no and they're like yeah all right you know what i mean it's just like right, right. like right. you gotta get, get them stuck <laughs> but uh <laughs> but you know it's the uh yeah joking around a little bit but honestly that is like a really good intro product usually like when people are a little bit more hesitant and then to try out a topical product and like is i think that's it like a lot of people just have this idea that cannabis is one thing. It's something that you smoke and you get high. It's something that potheads enjoy. And potheads are a certain kind of person who sit on the couch all day and they're just like zonked out and not functional. You know what I mean? You have all these stereotypes around cannabis and all of these um, misrepresentations, honestly. And really, it's all propaganda at the end of the day. You like, you know, get into that. It's a whole other conversation. But uh, like, yeah, to, to sum it up, it's, you know, think about like our parents' generation, uh, you know, and it's the, when you grow up being told that something is like so bad for you, like, you know, there right. were times where like, you know, smoking marijuana, like, you know, that's really just, it was a serious thing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. People
2: smoke marijuana, right? And it's just like old Nancy Reagan, you know, coming at you about it, and whatever it is, like, it was a big part of just, you know, accepted kind of cultural mindset of that generation, their entire lives, that cannabis is a drug that gets you high and is going to make you lazy and, you know, just give you the munchies or whatever it is, make you crazy. And, you know, that's the kind of biggest thing that I think CBD has done for cannabis has shown people that it's not just one thing, that cannabis can have so many different benefits and that there's so much more to it, right? It's so much more multifaceted than just THC. Because I think that until CBD kind of made its way onto the scene, THC and cannabis were ju- like just interchangeable words, right? Right. You know what I mean? yeah, like would even really think about THC. You just think about cannabis, and like no need to even differentiate or kind of classify from there. Cannabis is you know THC, right? But now, like just the fact that we have this kind of so kind of just rampant in the vocabulary of so many different populations. Now that CBD is like something that people understand as a part of the cannabis plant. Right. And like, you know, like I was saying with the topicals is like, you can put that on and, you know, realize that like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, my joints feel a little bit better or you know, it even like helped to kind of calm down like the skin irritation that I had, like, you know, or something like, like a little thing like that, you know, it could just be that little spark that shows people like, Oh, wow. Like this is doing something for me and I don't feel high. And like, that could just be like that little crack open in the door of the mind that allows for a lot more um, information to end up coming in. Right. Like that allows people
1: yeah.
2: to be receiving more information, like, and then getting comfortable with it and being like, okay, maybe I will try that tincture, you know what I mean? And then, yeah, and they, they tell you know, their peers of, you know, the same kind of mindset and the same kind, you know what I mean? It's like, we've been wrong this whole time, you know what I mean? Right. Like, really right.
1: It's just getting rid of that that yeah. stigma for you to feel comfortable to yeah. do it. And, I mean, you said something earlier, Brittany, about, um, you know, people who are suffering from uh, fibromyalgia and, and things like that, who could benefit from CBD, you know, outside of, you know, um helping people with anxiety and pain, you know, are there any other benefits that CBD you know has for people?
2: Absolutely. Um. So one of the really great things about CBD is it's um a kind of a immunomodulating effects. So that's really kind of where um helping with things like fibromyalgia and these uh, more kind of just uh, broader kind of immune, immuno uh, like immune system issues, right? Like chronic immune system issues, whether right. it's rheumatoid arthritis, um, you know all these different things that are that stem from a dysfunction in your immune system, and you know, cause like chronic inflammation and cause cause all these things. uh you know, that is something that CBD can help to control, it kind of helps to control your um, um, immune response, your inflammatory response. So the way that it works with pain relief, um, you know, it can work kind of similarly to capsaicin, like if you know, kind of know how, like, you know, when you, like icy hot or something like that, how it mm-hmm. kind of um, works by almost like deadening the nerve. So you can't feel any more pain. Like it, you know, overloads the, uh, the nerve so much that the pain doesn't become as perceptible, right? So that's how it helps pain relief, but it actually isn't just masking the relie- the the pain like that. That's one of the things that it can do, but it's actually also interacting with your immune system in a way that is, um, changing the behavior of like inflammatory markers and cells within your body. Right. And it's changing the, the, um, response that your body has, to certain stimuli. And it's um, the amazing thing about the endocannabinoid system and about CBD is something called plasticity, which means that it will actually um, change like long-term. Like it's, you know, you can like take it for a while and it will actually create lasting change in your body. It will teach your body how to kind of continue to behave like this. So that's just like a really cool way that it can really um, just change the way that your cells are communicating with each other. But the immune system, um, you know, is most of our immune, most of our immune system is found in our gut, right? And a lot of our endocannabinoid system is also found in our gut. And mm-hmm. the, the way that uh, CBD works, so like I, I mentioned before, and you going to get into the science a little bit here, but you have something called a CB1 and CB2 receptors in your endocannabinoid system. The CB1 receptors are the ones that uh, THC interacts with, right? They're mostly concentrated in, uh, in your central nervous system. THC will fit into that like a lock and key. You have the CB2 receptors, which, you know, a couple of years ago, everybody was saying that CBD works for your CB2 receptors, but that's actually not the case. CBD doesn't fit like a lock and key into any receptors in the endocannabinoid system. But what it does is it will inhibit uh, an enzyme that actually breaks down the cannabinoids that your body naturally produces. So endo meaning like indigenous, like your body produces, it produces it itself. So endocannabinoids are cannabinoids, your body produces phytocannabinoids are cannabinoids you get from the plant, right? So right. one of the cannabinoids that's super important is something called anandamide. Anandamide is, called uh, well, like the bliss molecule, ananda is um, Sanskrit for bliss. And that's one of the primary endocannabinoids. And what CBD basically allows to uh, um, basically does is allow more anandamide to be present in your body by stopping the molecule that's trying to, to break it down, right? So it Uh, usually will break down really quickly. CBD slows that breaking down, allows more of it to be flowing through your system. And that endocannabinoid and endomide, that's what actually interacts directly with your endocannabinoid system receptors. So uh, there's a lot of information there, but basically, I feel like I'm in college. (laughs) So you're you're able to now, uh, you know, get, um, activate those receptors, you know, within, within your gut, let's say, right. Um, And uh, within your um, immune system. And basically, you know, if you have issues like um, like Crohn's or um, IBS, IBD, cannabinoids can be so, so helpful for that because of the fact that they can take down that inflammation directly in the gut and they can really change um, the environment in the gut, which is super important um, because, you know, not only can they, uh, those cannabinoids directly influence inflammation that you might be experiencing, but if your gut's not happy, your whole body's not happy, right? So like the fact that it can help to balance the environment in your gut, um, means that, you know, that can lead to less chronic inflammation because, you know, there's, they've been able to, um, directly link, you know, certain, uh, gut bacteria and, you know, to, um, you know, if it's, if it's not present enough, or if it's too present, that have been able to, um, directly link that to, is like leaky gut syndrome, Crohn's, IBS, and also just on a very kind of more slight note that like, you might not be um, experiencing these like um, very pronounced digestive issues, but they've also been able to link it like those kinds of imbalances to just uh, chronic inflammation from just a weakening of the lining of the gut. Right. So like you're just kind of slowly uh, over time, it's like this chronic uh, inflammation from, you know, your gut just like kind of not uh, digesting everything properly. And, you know, you have, uh, direct communication between your gut and your brain all the time is why they call your gut, you know, your second brain, it has its own nervous system. So CBD and, you know, cannabis in general, um, its ability to modulate the activity throughout your GI tract and your immune system, I think is really kind of the the core of how it can really help. And, you know, with so many different kind of um, different kind of things. And that's like, that's the thing when you tell people about CBD, it's like, it's hard not to think that it's snake oil, because it's like, how the, how the hell is it doing all that stuff? You know, what, right. how, how are you telling me it's going to do all that? And it's like, because it can like just influence these major systems that influence everything else. Right. Cause it's all, it's all connected, you know, it's all going on in one space and it all needs to be in balance. Um, and it's just a lot of, a lot of issues arise from either just, uh, poor gut health. Or just from, you know, chronic inflammation, you know, maybe your chronic inflammation has a root in your gut health, but you know, then inflammation is said to be the root of all disease, right? So it's, mm-hmm. it all becomes very kind of basic when you get to the root of it. And I think that that's um, a big issue that we've always had with like, you know, kind of more traditional kind of pharmaceuticals and uh, Western medicine in, in that sense of just like take a pill and be done with it kind of thing, or, you know, have surgery and be done with it kind of thing is that, you know, it very, very often um, is like a bandaid on a bullet hole and it's not really looking at like, what's the, the, the root of the issue here, right? Like what's really right. going on. And uh, yeah. And I think that that's something that, that CBD can do is, you know, really kind of just help you um, get to the root of the issue. And that's really kind of what I try to explain to people with, with CBD is that you know, you're not going to take it and it's going to change your entire life right away. Right. But right. it does give you the ability to at least, uh, kind of be at ground level, like, you know, be able to kind of build that foundation, like have that foundation to be able to build additional health and wellness upon, right? Because I saw it firsthand, you know, training people who, you know, working their ass off in the gym, you know, and just crushing it every workout and, but they're not sleeping, right? Or they're, they're so stressed out. They're traveling for work. They're not eating right. And they're wondering why they're not getting stronger, why they're not like really seeing the results from the work mm-hmm. that they're putting in. Right. And it's like, well, you're, you're not allowing yourself to, you know what I mean? Like you're trying to climb up this, like, you know, trying to build something when like, you're not even at ground level yet, you know what I mean? So right. like, you got to get to ground level first, dig yourself out of that hole that so many of us are in because of stress, because of, you know, poor sleep habits and things like that and uh, get to that um, yeah, ground level where you can actually start to build. And that's what CBD can do for you is actually just um, like kind of rebalance, recalibrate, everything that's going on in your body so that you are now at homeostasis, you're at your ideal state of balance. And now go from there, right? Now you can, whether it's physical health, like we were just talking about, or even if it's mental health, you know, it's, let's say you're, you know, kind of in the midst of of anxiety. And like, you know, you could know every breath work and meditation and, you know, kind of relaxation technique. But when you're in like, kind of the throes of anxiety, like, all that shit goes out the window, and you're like, you can't even kind of get the the wherewithal to be able to put any of those practices kind of you know um right. into play. and you know so what CBD can do like is it going to take away all of your problems that are causing the anxiety whatever it is no but it can cre- give enough like create enough space between you and your thoughts and like you and like you know kind of get you out of that fight or flight mode a little bit and actually um, you know re- rebalance your nervous system a little bit so that way you can at least approach whatever's happening with a much a clearer head, a little bit more perspective and be able to actually like I'd put those practices in place and like actually, you know, do the work from there. You know what I mean? It's
1: absolutely like
2: not the magic bullet, but it's definitely going to at least kind of get you to the starting line.
1: Right. Right. That That's a great way, great way of putting it. So a question that I have, you know, for those people who are, you know, suffering or, you know, have chronic, multiple chronic diseases, mm-hmm. you know, diabetes, you know, um, inflammatory diseases unit, whatever. And some of their fears may be that they're on so many medications will CBD interact negatively with that medication. Have you noticed, or do you know, is that, is that the case? Like what, if someone's on multiple medications for their chronic disease, Mm -hmm. um, can they still use CBD?
2: That's a a great question and a super important one. And the answer is that CBD can definitely interact with certain medications. Basically, um, in large doses, and this is kind of where more research is needed to um, kind of nail down the window of what like a a large dose qualifies as, but in larger doses, the um, CBD can actually inhibit um, an enzyme called um, enzyme uh, cytochrome P450. What that is, is basically um, like, yeah, neurotransmitter enzyme in your body that is responsible for breaking down certain medications, metabolizing certain medications. So let's say you're on like blood thinners. Um, you might want you might want to be careful, consult with your doctor before you start a CBD regimen because as you can imagine, if you are not uh, able to uh, effectively break down that medication and metabolize like something like a blood thinner, what happens is that medication will start to build up in your body. It's not clearing out of your system fast enough. You have something that's thinning out your blood too much, that can obviously cause some issues, right? Um, yeah. you have certain like certain steroids and things like that sometimes are contraindicated. Um, I'll be honest, though, it's definitely been super interesting, because, you know, there's a lot of times that I will consult people out to their doctor when they, you know, when they ask me, like, I'll give them kind of the baseline information, but always, you know, end with, yeah, you talk to your doctor first, like, you know, con- you know you got to get the clearance, like, yeah, you know, I cannot give any recommendations, you know, and anything like that. Um, and sometimes, like, I'll be kind of giving, like, my, my opinion of almost like, well, maybe you should, like, that is one of the medications that is contraindicated because of, you know, it's the way that CBD interact, blah, blah, blah. But talk to your doctor, you know, kind of, it depends on the dose, whatever it is. And they'll come back and be like, yeah, my doctor said it's fine. It's cool. So I'm like, oh, cool. I'll be like, pleasantly surprised. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. uh, I think that it's definitely something that, like I said, more and more research is coming out all the time, but I always like to err on the side of caution. If you feel like there's some, like, if you're taking a lot of different things, like, always always ask your doctor first um if you don't feel comfortable asking your doctor if you feel like your doctor is maybe a little bit dismissive about it like maybe they're just like you know oh like you know just to, they don't they aren't they aren't giving CB the time of day you know you know what i mean right. some, some doctors are are much you know more receptive to it than others for sure um your pharmacist is another great resource um you know asking your pharmacist um you know they're very well versed of course in your medications but a lot of them are becoming more and more well-versed with cannabis and the interactions with medications with cannabis, because it's becoming such a uh, much more of a, a common thing. And like, yeah, you know, it's kind of just um, becoming almost like, assumed that people are, you know, almost like alcohol, you know what I mean? It's like, right. oh, you got like, to give the warning just in case, like, maybe don't drink on, you know what I mean? It's becoming kind of more like that. So more and more pharmacists are becoming um, very knowledgeable about uh, CBD, THC, whatever it is and your medication. So, that's always a good resource as well. And, you know, there are certain um, cannabinoid doctors, endocannabinoid system specialists and things like that, you know, you could always uh, reach out to, you know, if, um, if anybody's interested, I have a few that I could recommend, you know, if, please, uh, anybody listening, feel free to to reach out, I can give some recommendations, because um, sometimes it can be difficult to, you know, actually, get uh, a straight answer from some doctors or kind of feel like you're being listened to and and heard with some of these things. And it's um, definitely something that could really help. And like, I get something that I get uh, asked about a lot is like taking it with antidepressants and things like that. I mean, some people are trying to get off of antidepressants and, you know, trying to to use CBD, which is, which is great. But, you know, you know, I've, would never want somebody to just go cold turkey off of their medication and switch over to CBD, right? Like that's something you work with your doctor with kind of um, lowering your dosage gradually of the, of the medication. And, you know, I will say that we've had so many, so many clients that have been able to do that successfully, you know, transition off of uh, prescription antidepressants and, and uh, anxiety medication and just rely on CBD. But, you know, it's definitely something that needs to be done. You know, working with your doctor and really figuring out, you know, because it's going right. to be dependent on, you know, how much you're taking it, everything like that. So just have the conversation. Um, you know, if you're nervous to have the conversation, just try to, yeah, at least like, you know, connect with um a medical professional who know who knows what they're talking about online, and that way you're, you know, a little bit more uh, equipped at least to have a conversation with your doctor. Because I think that's probably like the thing people get intimidated. Like, yeah, they'll go to, like you just assume that your doctor knows more than you, right? And you're like, well, who am right. I? Right. So, so like try to just like arm yourself with some education first. That's like kind of like the the best, uh, best way to have a little bit more confidence and going into the conversation and, and make sure that they actually are, uh, giving you the time of day when you're talking to them about it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, um, Brittany, where, where do you see CBD going from, from here? I mean, you've been in the industry for a while now, you know, you've been there from, you know, from the ground now you're, you're, you're doing your own thing. Uh, where do you see it going?
2: I think that, you know, we are going to see like CBD just becoming like a, a daily vitamin kind of thing. I think like cannabinoids in general, um, just going to become eventually just like something that people accept as like a supplement you take every day for endocannabinoid system health. Right. Just like you would take, you know, vitamin D or whatever it is, like just some, right. something that, uh, you realize like, cause that's a, I'm going to go off on a quick tangent here, but basically, uh, when, Cannabis was criminalized and, you know, pretty much like eradicated from uh, all the the fields of hemp that used to grow all across the country. When cannabis was criminalized, like in the 30s, they eradicated all of the hemp and that was removed it completely from our ecosystem. Um, Before that, like cows used to graze on it. You know, uh, the animals used to, to eat it. We would eat the animals. It was kind of just like, you know, part of our environment, part of our food chain, part of our ecosystem. So when that was removed, like now we don't get that nutrition anymore. And that's kind of that direct correlation between, um, a lot of those like autoimmune issues and like allergies, even, and things like that. Um, the like kind of. Surge in them that we've seen, like, you know, past like 50, 60 years, like there is a direct correlation from when hemp and cannabis was removed from our environment and when those things started. So like, it's really, really crazy, but like, it's as the reality of it is at like now, we don't have it as part of our diet, like, right, like, we don't get that as just like, you know, a nutrient that we would consume on the regular. So just like we take supplements to supplement our diet, like, that's what I see, you know, cannabinoids being just like a supplement to your diet to make sure that you're maintaining, you know, optimal health. But I think, yeah, within the next few years, you're going to see it, you know, hopefully, I'm hoping you'll see start to see a little bit less like Bullshit like CBD pillows and like CBD (laughs) cheesecake and like see like like all these crazy things where it's like you're putting fucking CBD in a cheesecake like you're negating every benefit that you could possibly get from that. So I'm hoping that that will stop and you'll start to like kind of see the. Uh, those bad actors that I was talking about before kind of fall out of the wayside, you know what I mean? They'll get weeded out, uh, no pun intended, but they'll, you know, fall, fall out. And, you know, you'll see it become a much more kind of legitimized industry um, CBD specifically without a doubt, it's already on track. You know, once the FDA makes up their mind, hopefully soon, it'll be kind of just like a dietary supplement and, you know, something that you just, you know, see on the shelves of your normal store. And uh, I think that that's really, you know, when we get to that point, that's like when we change, like, kind of the whole um cultural dynamics around uh cannabis, right? Like, when kids are growing up and see CBD on the shelves their entire life, you know what I mean? Right. And it's,
1: like, it's not going to be a shock,
2: right? Exactly, and that's like how we change the conversation in, in a really um real way. Like, the whole kind of mentality around it shifts at that point.
1: I, I agree, I think you have a great product, and, and you, you said it earlier with you know just you need to, just the information, like, you know, it is, it still is a really young industry. I think it's hard for people to, to change their mind on something unless they are constantly talked about it. Yeah, Right. And the, the information is constantly there, just coming from reparable people and insights. And, sites. and what, what I liked about your, your packaging is that I could just tap on the package and get, you know, the information that was just so cool. I could see it all there. Yeah, And, you know, for, for some people, that's probably not a big deal, but, you know, for someone like me who has, you know, has no idea about CBD, I know of it, but I've never used it or never really researched it. It was nice to see that information. Like, okay, this kind of puts you at ease a little bit.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You, You know
1: what I mean? So constantly, um, just information, information, information. And then that will make your job so much easier. But there's a lot, like you said, there's a lot of work to be done. You know, yeah. to get there's a lot of information to, to, to yeah. spread.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. To spread. I'm happy to do it though. I mean, this is it's what I love. Like, like I said before, my passion has always been helping people. My other passion is cannabis. So I mean this is really just I you know not going to lie. I mean, a lot of days are really fucking hard running this business and everything, but that's always kind of like my, my recenter kind of moment is like what I'm doing for a living. Like this is, this is awesome. Like I will just, you know, I'll do what I need to do to, to make this happen because um, it really can benefit so many people and it can do so much good. And you know, I'll, I will educate people until they are sick of hearing me talk, which I'm sure some people are. So like, it's, you know, it's really um, a labor of love for sure. And right. you know, knowledge is power. You know, the more that we can educate people, you know, and really get real information out there, uh, the better, the better off we all are.
1: Yeah. No one said being the trailblazer was going to be easy. No. You know, you know I mean? <laughs> not going to be walking apart. <laughs> exactly. exactly well great well Brittany you know thank you so much for being on my podcast I, I really appreciate it if someone listening wanted to get a hold of you or, or and learn more about you and your product you know, where can they find you at online
2: yeah you can uh, go to tonicvibes.com t-o-n-i-c-v-i-b-e-s I uh, find out all the information about all of our products our farm everything you want to know there also give us a follow on Instagram at tonic underscore cbd and you could, uh, you know, if you message on Instagram, I will see it, you know, ask me anything, Re- feel free to reach out and uh, yeah, you can always catch me there.
1: Awesome. Again, Brittany, thank you so much. Thank and you. everyone, thank you for listening to the Healthy Project podcast. I'll at you next time.
0: Love this episode of the Healthy Project podcast. Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Be sure to visit www.healthcoachlu.com to join the community newsletter, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content.